Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what is on the mark for you today, my bruv? I have got another Ryan Menendez observations where I, I get to pick you apart so the world can laugh. <laughs> and Bob Barker, gone too soon or at just the right time? He was 99. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he, yeah, he was old. What about you, Ryan? Scafism, not just for breakfast anymore. And one thing has me feeling better about climate change. Ooh. Let's talk about it. Tyler, what is your relationship like with stress? Where do you fall on that parabola of how you handle stress? I have, it's one of the things in my life that I have uh, seen myself get better with more so than almost anything else uh, that I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. In, in what terms? Uh, just in terms of how I internalize it, how I process it, how I let it go before it used to literally rule me and dictate my every action when I got stressed. And now I- uh, I suggest that method, by I the way. Am, I am somebody who processes it in the moment and then I, I, I let it go as it were. I just, I, I, yeah, I guess process it is the best term. You and I, last I checked, are brothers and we're very similar in many ways. Stress is something that is very different between the two of us. Yes. Have you noticed that? Yes. <laughs> yes, I now, have. I, I just want to run. I just want to shut down. Yeah. I am a worrier. It, it, it comes, I get it from my mama and it is something that just resonates in me. And I have a lot of trouble uh, dealing with it in, in very often. I go, I play the victim role. Like how could this be happening mm -hmm. to me? Which is very common. Yeah. It's very common because it, that is our perspective. Is it's happening to us. It is so, happening to so me. The, Constantly. Of course. Constantly. So the immediate thought is it is happening to me. Yeah. Like this is being done to me. Yeah. Well, and I just get angry because then it is ruling my whole life. So what I would like to discuss on this cold open where it's just you and I shooting the shit, just a casual conversation. Oh, look. Microphones are here. Mm -hmm. um, oh, how convenient. I had a little bump in the road mm -hmm. in the other job that you and I don't talk about ever and don't bring up on the show. I would say you had a very powerful learning experience. Okay. That's, I appreciate you. I, I mean that sincerely. I don't even mean that as a joke. Oh, I thought you did. No, no. I mean, it is every time we get stressed and we go through these things, it is a learning experience. What you experienced yesterday was a very powerful one. It was, and what happens is uh, something happened that was out of my hands completely, but I had a customer who was riding me really hard and wanting answers, and in a chaotic situation, there were no answers to be had, and I just internalized it, yeah. and I just wore it, and you and I sat down here to record the show, and how would you say that that went? Uh, catatonic, I would I describe I was going to use the word catatonic. Catatonic, That is 100% yeah. true. I was in the moment where I was like, should I say something? Should I not say something? <laughs> the answer is no, Tyler. <laughs> now, now, what we mean by that is you and I were sitting down here, and I like to be in an upbeat fashion here. I don't think that I'm faking anything for the show, but I do like to put on my big boy pants, and I like to be fun, and even if I'm going through a tough time, I like to be upbeat. This is a show about mental health and self-help and all that other bullshit that doesn't really mean anything, mm -hmm. but also it's got a little f humor on top of it. We like to be, we're less and less wacky as time goes on, but but we're, uh, we like to have fun with it. Yeah, and mental health is obviously a thing. That's just satire that Ryan likes to throw around every once in a sure. while. Sure. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, right, right. We really, we really need to work on our promotion of mental health now that we have a legitimate business backing us. I think mental health <laughs> is not unlike church, not unlike meditation, not unlike yoga. They need to be taxed. I agree. <laughs> they need to be paying us directly. <laughs> um, it, I think it's something where the 
sanctuary of it needs to be taken away. I think Agreed. yoga would be more approachable if everybody didn't take it so seriously. Not not that there aren't serious elements, but there's fun to be had there. I fully agree. Church, spirituality, meditation, it's not so serious. For sure. Unless you make it serious. Exactly right. Yeah. Which then repels a lot of people because it gives you an I'm better than you kind of vibe. A- absolutely. It's like uh, it's like trying to get somebody on your side but screaming at them about it. And it's like, dude, even if I agree with your point, I don't want to do this with you. I am not enjoying this experience. Tyler, you just described every self-help community that I've ever been with where I'm like, I agree with you 100%, but please stop talking to me. Yeah. You're freaking me out. <laughs> So, so the idea is yesterday I'm sitting here and I'm trying to get into the headspace of having a little fun with my brother. And I wanted to, I don't know. I wanted to be violent. Like I was so frustrated with everything. And Tyler to his credit, as he always is, could not have been nicer, could not have been more understanding. We don't just talk about it on the show. Tyler practiced it yesterday with me. And I was just leaving the room after you being so kind with me. Um, made me feel better. You know what I mean? Because sure. then I had the stress of the show along with the stress of everything else. Once that got equalized, I'm happy we did it because now I feel much more free. Yeah, definitely. And I thought about it as well. And and even though I was totally fine with it, I completely understood. I also had considered the fact that you have seen me at the depths of despair many a time. So how could I possibly not understand? And you know what? Even thank you. I love you, by the way. I love you, too. And in the middle of all of that, I also thought as I went catatonic, as my face just went totally slack Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I stared into the computer uh, as I felt you stare at me. Even with all of that, compared to back in the day, you probably won't remember this, but do you remember the one time I got super frustrated at our job and I... Punch the dashboard of your car. Yes, I do. Would you like to tell that story very quickly before we get into the show? Well, this is before we had even been brought on officially. We were still working under somebody and at a job we don't have. At a job we don't have. And that time we at that time we definitely didn't have it. Literally. And we were driving around together, uh, and Ryan had found out in the moment that he was unable to go to the gym. Because of responsibilities that had popped up in the moment. The gym is a responsibility as well to myself. Sure, a personal responsibility, but a professional responsibility had popped up. And he started, um, I would say, (laughs) assaulting my dashboard. Like, I would say, if he was able to do what Edward Norton did to that poor man in American History X, he would have done it. Oh, wait. No, that was Fight Club. That was Fight Club. Spoiler alert. Jeez. (laughs) And listen, if the car didn't want it, it wouldn't have been painted like that. Sure. Um, I'm just shocked the airbag didn't explode (laughs) on your face. (laughs) Just in self-defense. That's really embarrassing. But also, that is the... I deserved it, by the way. It also charts my progress because I felt the same way yesterday. And I I, I punched nary a thing. So... Although, this is going to sound a little strange. I think it would have helped if you would have punched something. If you would have gotten a pillow. If you would have gone down to one of the couches downstairs. Because that is a form of release. As long as you're not hitting other people or breaking or damaging property. One million percent. uh, Screaming in a pillow... The, uh, these are outlets that we need to that we need to make use of. Well, and and what we also need to do is just start, not my car. Start the show. Yeah. By the way, can I borrow your keys real quick? <laughs> um, but you told me, hey, just feel it, bro. Stop trying to hold it back. Just feel it. The pressure of this coming off uh, helped me out a little bit, and everything just seemed to work out. But we are back. We're better than ever, and we're ready to go. My name is Ryan, and my name is Tyler, and we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and I bid you a formal, what do they do? Tyler, how are you, my bruv? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling good today. It's going to be a awesome. fun weekend. And, uh, there's a lot going on this weekend. There's a lot going sure. on this weekend. Yeah. We're getting kooky with another private sound bath, buddy old pal. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, Tyler, we got, I mean, we got happy death day today. Yeah. Unfortunately enough, we got Ryan Menendez observations. I got a weekly book nook we can review. It, it is a real patatas cargadas, Tyler, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But first... I got news for you. Okay. Yes, Tyler. It is my favorite time of year. You know this. 
There's something about this that I relish. I've been doing this before we even had a podcast. Tyler, it's getting cooler out. <laughs> yes. This is a much like the, uh, what is it, a groundhog where they use to determine, what is it, if it's the spring's going to be long or? Punxsutawney Phil, Tyler. Exactly. Sure. And, and Ryan does this every year where the moment the, the temperature outside changes even to a slight degree, he immediately makes the announcement. It's getting cooler outside. A tradition unlike no other, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if I like... uh, There's something about wanting to tell people, you know, something that they haven't considered before. (laughs) I relish in it. It's getting cooler, man. On an annual basis. And not only that, down here in Florida, at least, especially down here in South Florida. It matters, man. When it starts getting cooler, that's happy times. It truly is. Happy times. That is the deal. And, And what people don't understand, Miami... Big time deal, international city. Everybody wants to be here. Gonna get wiped off the map by a hurricane sometime soon. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It'd be humid, y'all. Yeah. At, like, I mean, at yeah. night you could go outside and start sweating because it is nasty. Well, I was gonna say it's eight o'clock in the morning, uh, some mornings, and you look at the weather index and it feels like a hundred degrees. And like, bro, it's eight in the morning. Yeah. The sun is barely even up. And that's why air conditionings are breaking left and right. Now, yeah, Tyler, true. Ours did. I already mentioned patatas cargadas. You did. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Give me Ryan Menendez's observation. You just want to do this I, first I, and I foremost? Rip it off like a <laughs> Band-Aid, dude. Just enough. Okay. If you say so. Ryan. If you can't tell, this started off as Tyler Menendez observations and then was perverted and distorted into this hellscape of a segment. So just spit it out and let's go. Yeah, I wonder, should I just create a new sound for you? And I thought, nay, I'll just steal yours. This song's a banger, man. It is, it's a great song. Well, for this week's Ryan Menendez observations, I might, this might be, a positive one. As Ryan was You're sucking, ruining the show, Tyler. <laughs> uh, Ryan had mentioned earlier in the show, although it might have been on the pregame, so it'll be at the end of the show, uh, our little sister. We have a little sister. And it was her birthday over the last week. I had mentioned it to Ryan because every time we need a Wait reminder. A She's not our little sister. Or our niece. Who gives a shit? Okay. Whatever. All right. No, I agree with that. I just want to make sure I'm not losing it. Yeah, who cares? Uh, she's in our family by the grace of God. I mean, she ain't blood. Because we permit her. <laughs> and it was her birthday last week. Yep. And so I mentioned it to Ryan every once in a while. You, somebody needs a reminder. Hey, it's so-and-so's birthday. And Ryan's immediate response, he said, I'm going to add it to my calendar. Hit it. Wow, congratulations. I, I, Tyler, I promised you. As a brother, I was going to try to get better at relationships. You gave me great advice. I took you up on it. Now, the question is, and you have to be honest. I swear. Did you add it to your calendar? One million percent. I really did. Because, again, great advice. And uh, just a little, little tip here for everybody listening. At the end of your life, relationships, all you got, man. Kind of important. All you got. So this is uh, empirical evidence that Ryan is growing as a person. Woo! Congratulations! Yeah! I haven't punched a car dashboard in days. Fine, take my keys. Jeez. I gotta be honest, I'm like twitchy. Like, I I miss it. I need it. You know what I mean? And something small like that that can help out your personal relationships, why why not do it? It took me two seconds. Uh, For sure, but instead of acknowledging it as something small, it was something that you never did, and now you do. Well, thank you, Tyler. Forget the size of the action, our perceived size of the action. It's the very fact that you have taken another step forward in your self-growth. That's very kind of you. I I wish I hadn't gone to this so early (laughs) in the show. You know what? We'll loop back around. We'll do it again. Do it all over again. When Tyler says nice stuff about me, honestly, I'm I'm bewildered. I, I, I don't know. Like I'm leading you into a trap. Depression index. I don't even know how to segue. I really no do. I really do want to grow, man. I, I don't want to just talk about this shit and then behind the scenes not do it. I, I'm really interested in all these things that I talk about on here. Sometimes I'm successful. Sometimes I'm not. Well, and it primarily, and there will be some very large ones, but it is primarily baby steps. It is tiny little steps that we take yep. each and every day. So don't compare the size of them. Just take the step. 
Fill up that bucket, you idiot. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands and we use it to insult the audience. Tyler, how's your mental health going this week, my man? It's going pretty well, Ryan. I Stop have, yelling at me. I have been killing it at the uh, job that we never talk about. Good I've been you, doing brother. very well. I've been putting in effort. And uh, who knew? Who knew? A little secret for those of you out there who have never heard this before. I'm sure it's a bit esoteric. The more effort you put into something, the more you get out. Yeah. Who that, saw that coming? That is true. Yeah. Mom, dad, good job informing me about life. And there is a real, I mean, I'm just saying what everybody knows. There is a real intrinsic value to doing things that you don't want to do because life is such a balance that if you're doing what you want to do all the time, it turns out to not be fun. How does that work out? Uh, because if we were given everything we ever want, we would literally be living in hell. I've tried that and, and I was. It's terrible. Sure. It's terrible. And there is just something uh, so not only beneficial, but just so it, it warms, dare I say, warms your heart. It makes you feel good when you accomplish things. Yep. Overcoming challenges is where true happiness comes from. And, uh, and, and, and so, relationships and whatnot too. And which which also have their own challenges. Take a lot of work. Yeah, so why agreed. is it so human to try to avoid that? I, man, I wonder if it's human or if it's the, well, maybe it is. I just wonder about the fact that we're the, we live in modern society now and the way that it allows us to do that through technology. And like, we don't have to leave our rooms to get food or, or, or to have food come to us Are you, uh, or to, to communicate. I could, are I could, you speaking from experience? I could Uber eat somebody directly into my bedroom. I love that where you're like, ah, oh, you don't have to, you know, leave your, your, your room to eat food or mm. have food come to you oh, yeah, or exactly. to prepare food. <laughs> Everybody will just do it for you. Food, Ryan. <laughs> I realized all the examples I gave was about food. Quite, quite a lot of food references. So this is going to be an awkward segue into my theme of the week. Exercise. Sure. <laughs> so sure. Ironic. We all saw that coming. This is a reminder to add some exercise to your life. It doesn't matter what it is. Just get out of your house and go for a walk. Your four-year-old will be fine by themselves. What? Feel free to leave the stove on. Huh? Whatever. Just add some movement to your life. And if you can, do it outside. The sun is good for you. Unless you're a vampire. In small doses, by the way. And number two- oh, wear in, sunscreen. In this example, are you just casually flipping the stove on as you're like not heating up food? You just turn it on? Well, I feel like in order to dict to determine how responsible your four-year-old is, you have to leave an appliance on to see how they react. I like that. I think the foundation of all good parenting is a sting operation. I like, where, you're, I like where your mind is. Absolutely. Put them right in front of an uh -huh. electric socket. Sure. Put a fork in their hand. Yeah. Yeah, I see what happens. Darwinism in modern times. So, yes, get outside, even if it is just for a casual walk. Uh, put some movement into your life and get some sun on your skin responsibly. And uh, and I promise you, it will benefit you in the long run. What do you think about this? That out there for every single person, and I know it's, it's not great to, to speak in big swaths like this. Well, they're all listening to us, so go ahead. Sure. I, I'm talking to each and every one of you. There is some form of exercise that you will find that will speak to you. It could even be walking outside. I love to walk. I find it to be extremely cathartic, but I love playing basketball. I love working out. I love, I, I found a couple different avenues of, of ways that I enjoy doing it. I'm not just doing it because I have to. Absolutely. RJ Menendez, your son, my nephew. He was very much like me growing up, a very sedentary creature. He just loved playing video games and being inside all the time. Loser. And then he found basketball. Yeah, and yeah. now he is addicted to being outside and playing basketball. That is 100% true, and it changed his body type, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He found, Stud. He found athleticism. So, and congrats to you, RJ. You are crushing it, my friend. Oh, uh, congratulations. Uh, I probably shouldn't You do probably that. shouldn't yeah. do that. You're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> so, that's a showstopper. So this week I was going to be at a one, but I guess I'll say after that, yeah. I'm at a three, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, the, the wheel wasn't ready. Sure. Pull it over Spin. here. Spin. <laughs> okay. And we're ready. Spin that wheel. One, two, three. Woo. Remind me not to do Asian uh, 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 accents. Yep. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Get it up. Okay. 
I only have one sentence written down from this one, so let's see if I've got the bars just kind of hanging around in there. All right. I've had this weird discovery over the last, uh, I don't know, period of time. I used to have an alter ego that I would refer to as Bartender Ryan. Have you ever heard those words strung together? Many times. What is your just instant thought on that? Just, just reflecting back on our history, what that signifies, what that means. What do you think of Bartender Ryan? Well, I think about Bartender Ryan, as it were, a lot, a lot in the same ways, if not identical, uh, to who we are on the show, where it is Bartender Ryan was you. It was just the knob was turned up. Right. The same th the same way we are on the show. These are our personalities, but we like to come on and really turn up the having a good time and laughing and being jovial. I've always said we like to crank it up in front of people. For sure. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> but this is what I have been reflecting on recently, where bartender Ryan, while being um, flamboyant and flashy and in your face, as it generally is in a bar, you have to kind of be nice. You can't be a, a just a straight up dick. You can be sarcastic or whatever yeah. the situation is, but you have to be nice, especially to strangers that you're encountering. I think aloof is a great word for it. Like you have to be there to take the order and stuff, but you can also be moving around and you're having many different conversations right. within the span of a very small amount of time. But very friendly, very outgoing, especially if I don't know you. Yeah. Ryan behind the scenes, the real Ryan, which isn't any term that we ever used, mm -mm. a lot more arrogant, a lot more cocky, a lot more always trying to be cool. You know what I mean? Mm. I do know what you mean. What I have come to recognize is in my later years, I mean, hopefully I'm not going to die. Hopefully my middle years. Um, in some ways, I think that bartender Ryan was more real than regular Ryan. I find myself dropping that facade and realizing I am a nicer person than I was behind the scenes. The real fear and the real shield that I put up was that prickly cold me. And now getting back into the rhythm of being friendly with strangers and just being myself, damn the consequences because it is who I am, is closer to bartender Ryan than the Ryan persona that I put on in my real life. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, it's really great that you say that because first, congratulations. Thank and you. second of all, you I do the voice. I had absolutely not. Pussy. I had the, <laughs> like, what happened to rhymes with a wussy? Oh yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, I, I had the same kind of revelation where I would go out and when I was out in like groups or around people, I would be outgoing and I would be smiling and laughing and all that. But then when I would be isolated, I would feel really depressed and I had, uh, I had convinced myself that the depressed part of me was the real me and me going out there and being, you know, uh, gregarious and fun was a mask that I was putting yep. on. Yep. And through years of therapy, I dawned on me, that's the real Tyler. The one that's the mask is the one that I, when I'm trying to hide away and be depressed and angry. Why, why do you think that that decision is made? Why do you think- is Oh, that, it's subconscious. It's just fear, it's right? absolutely. Yeah, I guess it's just fear. And so I am now learning to reintegrate bartender Ryan into my actual life. Mm -hmm. Actual, I mean, I don't use the term bartender Ryan anymore. I was gonna say, you could just call him Ryan. Actual Ryan. And, yeah. and for me, this has been a really incredible step. And I say this all the time to myself. I really pray for the ability and the strength and the courageousness to be nice because often that can be really scary. Mm -hmm. Somebody drops something on the floor, my instant reaction is to grab it for them, no matter who it is. And then I have that part of my brain who's like, is this gonna be weird? Yeah. Are they gonna grab it themselves? Oh, maybe don't do it. Oh, no, You stop. start doing all the calculations. And then by the time you figured out a solution, it's already been picked up and you look like an idiot. I hope that all of us out there in the Haitian army at least for this week, have the bravery to be nice. This week, I am at a, let's say four, because of all this stress from you mother. One, two, three, Oh my God, I won depression Damn. index it's this a, week. It's Tyler, it's not a, it's not, it's not a competition. Definitely not a competition, but I won but that non-competition. You crushed it. And I think what you just said will really divide the audience. I think, quote unquote, half of the audience will hear that and go, what are you nervous? Why would you be nervous to be nice? Just be nice. 
And then the other Those half, are the assholes. The other half <laughs> would think to themselves, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Where, where it's, I, it, because to be nice to a stranger is to put yourself out there in a certain way. And some people that comes totally naturally, weirdos. And to the others like us, it's a, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's breaking out of our shell to do this nice thing for someone. Well, just interacting with somebody in any way involves you breaking out of your, you know, your own little bubble. Absolutely. And it can be, I know for me, I, I'm telling you, I've said it a million times in my life. I hope that I am strong enough to be nice. Mm -hmm. All right, Tyler. Um, let's see here. 39. Okay. Let's do a quick little weekly book nook. Oh. This one pains me. I, I I hate to do this, but it's just the evolution of man on this weekly book nook. Mm -hmm. Tyler, excuse me, I called my son Tyler. The boy and I, mm -hmm. RJ and I, decided we had a, a kind of a night to ourselves and we wanted to sit down and we wanted to play the video game Sly Cooper. Are you familiar with Sly Cooper? It's a great game. It was very popular when it came out, but I think a little dated at this point. I think it's an older game. Have you ever heard anybody say Sly Cooper takes it in the pooper? Now I have. Okay. Because <laughs> that always just resonates with me. Nonetheless. That's not so strange we at went all. to go. I mean, have you seen that thing? It is. Never mind. Carry on with your. Agreed. With your, Agreed. With your Sly Cooper. We went to go download it because you don't even need to go to EB Games anymore. You could just get it off the hot interwebs. EB Games. EB Games. Wow. That's a, that's a name I have not heard. Is in that still going on? I have no idea. I think they were bought out by GameStop. What? I think so. Many, okay. many, 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 many years ago. So we could not find that. They don't sell it. You got to be signed up to what's the league pass for, for PlayStation? Uh, I think it's just like PlayStation Plus or Enough, something like bro. that. Enough with the subscription shit, bro. Just let me buy. If I want to buy a game, let me put my money in your pocket. Knock it off with the subscription shit. Agreed. Okay, so they didn't have it. So what we did, because we had a little bit of time to kill. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I purchased Twisted Metal Black oh. title. Twisted metal. Oh, black. Those are groans of ecstasy, ladies and gentlemen. When was the last time? Now, now, my older brother and I, Mikey Menendez, we played Twisted Metal, which was kind of like a a dark Mario Kart, right? How do you describe Twisted Metal? Well, it was a demolition derby where right. you got to pick your own unique type of car, and they all came mounted with these very different, unique weapons, and then you just battled to the death. And it was so much fun. Dark, like backstories for all of the drivers and, and very heavy metal type stuff. Who do you think of when you think of the drivers? Oh, Who's your go to? Uh, the clown, uh, the ice cream guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like candy. Sweet tooth. Sweet tooth. That's yes. what it was. I Thank always you. think of Axel, the guy with the two, two giant tires. Giant tires but mm. he's like stuck in there like like somebody sewed him in like he doesn't want to be there. You mean there. welded him in? I don't know. It wouldn't hold very well if he was sewn in. Is this why I got fired from the Ford factory? <laughs> um, so a Twisted Metal Black, I grew up on that. Like I remember our my older brother and I like counting down the moments for that shit to be released. Absolutely. When was the last time you played? Oh, it's been many, many years. Tyler, whack as hell. What? It is terrible. What? It is a couple of... Of like polymorphs driving around on an indistinct level, it's trash. You have it you, is so bad. You you have been jaded by today's That's current right. technology. That's right. And I'll tell uh, her, I also don't want to sit down and watch a bunch of talkies. <laughs> Let's you and I at some point sit down and play Twisted Metal Black. Not and if you hate you it, say so much. it is Twisted Metal Whack. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you this, but you're gonna ruin my memory of it if I play it with you and I think the same as you. Shit's weak. I don't want to do that. Shit's weak and. Uh -uh. Uh, that's it. Let's. All right. Well, for my weekly book nook. Oh shit. Yeah. You 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 can invite. You can pass the ball over to me. How'd you know this was happening? <laughs> I didn't. I oh. just thought. I, and it's so funny that you bring up a video game. This really blows up in my face. I didn't want you to talk on this portion. But <laughs> okay, we're here. Because I am going to. Uh, I am going to bring up the video game that I am currently playing. Can you switch it back to me? Absolutely not. Okay. And I, uh, the video game that I'm playing is called Ghosts of Tsushima. Okay. And it is a, dare I say, a beautiful, beautiful game. The graphics are unbelievable, yes. When somebody, when you say to somebody like, oh, this game is beautiful, people who don't play video games would be like, what, like, what are you talking about? What does that even mean? It's, man, it's hard to say. It's like, it's kind of the version of when you look at a screensaver picture and you're there like, you wow, that's really beautiful. That's a, that's a great way to describe it. This is like that, but you're actually being able to move throughout the landscape. And it is in, it takes place in Japan a long time ago when the Mongols have invaded Japan. 
and now you are a single samurai. All the rest of them have been wiped out, spoiler alert, and you have Jeez. to go through Japan and start doing these things because you know with samurai they're very they're all about honor and yep. carrying themselves in a very particular way. I love a samurai. Sure, I love it. It's, I've, and the whole, I've grown up loving that that whole culture. Absolutely, and you follow this guy or you take this guy on a quest to save his homeland. But in order to do so, you have to do some not so honorable things, and it just the entire game is beautiful, but it's. Gory as hell. Do you recommend it? Uh, it is a 10 out of 10. Really? I highly recommend it. If you've ever wanted to play, okay, I'll as, play it. If you've ever wanted to play as a samurai, get this game. Okay. I love it. You're getting your video. Okay. So what's the name of it? Ghosts of Tsushima. Ghosts of Tsushima. Get it on Tyler's behalf. Twisted Metal Black. That shit is wet. Avoid it. Just uh, like the, avoid it like the play. Avoid it on Ryan's behalf. No, it's 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 great memories, but it's just not there anymore, yeah. man. Well, there are rumors that they're making a new one, so we'll see what happens. A show just came out, uh, starring yeah. Anthony Mackie. I heard it was okay. Let's take a break. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Those guys. So you called Kim Jong Il your boy. So nobody's allowed to be <laughs> friends with Kim Il Jong or whatever his name is. It's Kim Jong Il. Yeah, like, I, like, I learned it both ways. Now I'm confusing myself. Yeah. But you called him my boy. What the hell is that? Well, you know what? I have a soft spot in my now. I do. I agree with everything that every one of my friends what they do. Of course not. You hate. I'm rooting for you. Room. Kim Il Jong. No, not, Don't say that. No, not what he's doing. He's doing all the bad things. I, I'm rooting for him to pull out of this tailspin. I'm hoping that he can learn from his mistakes. Is that so wrong? Now, now, do I condone his behavior? Weird Absolutely to, not. Weird place to place your flag. Those guys you hate. Red circle. Red circle. We're back, baby. We are back, and we have a fact. And I have to do it. I, I had this actually set up on the first half of the show, and I, I, I bypassed it, but I mentioned it in the intro, so I have to do it, is Tyler. It, is this coming from your Lost God Facts app? Yes, actually, it is. Wow. <laughs> I told you guys that I erased it. Wow. I lied. I didn't. Are you I serious? I like, and you lied to the audience. It's trash. It is such trash. It keeps telling me how to fix dings on furniture with a <laughs> walnut. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. But it did tell me about scafism, Tyler. Have you, speaking of war crimes, uh -huh. you were talking about war crimes in the video game that you're talking about. Scafism, have you ever heard of it? Uh, I have not, no. It is an ancient form of torture. What, what do you think about discussions of torture? Uh, you mean just having a conversation about them? I find them to be very interesting. I do too. Especially like, you know, the me the medieval torture devices that they would use. Although I am against torture. Torture that has already happened in history, I find very interesting. Rhymes with wussy. <laughs> uh, you know what, Tyler? It is, I remember going to medieval times, a, uh, a restaurant in Orlando oh. where, where you sit and you watch. Love it. My night one, by the way. Okay. The cool. white night, which... A little too on the nose. Oh boy! But uh, underneath, after you finish your dinner, they you drink all your mead. You drink. You, you eat your one big giant turkey mm -hmm, leg, mm -hmm. and they they bring you down underneath. And there is a whole museum of torture. And I remember as like a fifth grader being like, "This is incredible!" Like it just it's it's kind of in that same serial killer. I thing. agree with you, but the fifth grader thing is a bit of a red flag. I, I we, do. we can move on, but but that's a bit of a red flag. I do look back on it, and I'm wondering like, how could they allow this on a field trip, especially when it's just the teacher and me alone, and he didn't mention it to anybody. So and now he's using this on me. It's so <laughs> weird. Garrett, are you there? Uh, scaphism was an ancient form of torture that involved having every orifice covered in honey and then exposed to large swarms of insects. Also, this was after being force-fed even more milk and honey. Uh, 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 Orifices, Tyler. So they would cover all, all the holes leading into your body right. with honey. And the exits leading out of your body, yep. Well, those are kind of the and, same and thing. So, so now let's depending let's, on how you use them. Let's walk down. Let's they're all uh, intro outros yeah, for me. Yeah. Uh, as uh, let's walk down this down this this thought pattern. So you cover your butthole, you cover your mouth, you cover your nose with honey, and so what happens? The the insects burrow there. Well, they start eating, obviously. 
They start eating. Your flesh? Oh, your flesh? Yeah, I would imagine they start eating into it. Ah, and then- my nose uh, is itchy now. And then on top of it, uh, yeah, they would go, I assume they would go looking for more and they would tunnel into the path that they have been given. Okay, I'll let you in there, but you promised me no laying eggs. That's okay? right. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. laying eggs. You clean me out and then you take <laughs> off, all right? That's my favorite show, The Orifice. <laughs> Um, terrible but funny. And that, uh, I don't know. That's just, I I read that and I'm like, that's interesting. That's one of the worst ones I've heard. Another one is quartering. Have you heard of quartering? Is that where they tie you to the horse? They tie each limb to a horse and then have them run off in different directions. I I looked up, yeah, that's terrible. That one's terrible. I, I mean. I'm sure there's no symmetry there. I'm sure you're just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. All I, over the place. I, I looked up water torture once, and you and when you hear water torture, you think of just the one drip hitting you in the head. That's that's not what I think. What do you think? I think of when they, they beat you, and they leave open wounds on your body, and then they put you into a giant vat of water, and then all the guards um, urinate and defecate into the water, and then it starts to... Um, infect all the different wounds and it kills you horribly and slowly. Yeah, that is, uh, I, I looked it what up. What is the show about? What are we doing right now? Mental health, but not physical health. That's true. We'll kill you, baby. Loophole, baby. All right, now here's my other question. Um, I told you that something, we live down here in South Florida, climate change, is it real? Yeah. Okay, okay, so- yeah. It, it, it worries me a bit because we are in the epicenter of where that could, well, here in California. Yeah, seemingly near, now. Near the water. Yep. yep. There is something that has made me feel better about climate change. This is kind of a joke, kind of real. Lionel Messi, heard of him? Sure. Just came down here, could have gone anywhere in the world. He was made a billionaire many times over, it feels like. Mm-hmm. He decided to come down here. The reason that makes me feel better is because he has access to all the best scientists, right? Like, you got to imagine he's being advised by at least someone who says, listen, South Florida is still going to be there at the end of your contract, right? Like, we have at least three or four more years? No, I don't think that's Do I have that wrong? I don't know if you have that wrong. I don't think he's consulting with scientists before he picks his contract. What kind of a billionaire are you, bro? I think he was going for not only lucrative, but what would give him the best opportunity to put his name and likeness out there uh, to the biggest and grandest degree. Not if the whole city is leveled to, you know, base zero. Then he'll just get transferred somewhere else and still have his wealth. And he has the funds to do it. He could just hop on a private plane and take off, leaving the rest of us plebeians behind. I'm sorry. I wish I could have left you with hope, but that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Much like all the other scientists, Tyler, you've left me destitute. Sorry. And wishing for death. Yeah. Speaking of death. Not a terrible segue. Uh, this makes me feel better. How'd you get back on the left? I went to the left. You go left, whatever. Ryan's talking about our position on the video, which you are going to be seeing very soon. We're gonna be back on social media. We're gonna be back on YouTube. We are coming back to your eye holes. Yeah, we are. We're putting effort into this thing in a way that we haven't done in a while. And we're, we're seeing the results. You guys, the Haitian army, you guys lifted us up this month, best month we've ever had. By far. And it, by far. By far. And, and we are hoping to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Weird time to be doing this, but damn, do I love this music. We love you guys. Thank you for your support. That's okay. This is a, a very happy death day because this is a person who got to live throughout their life, live a very long, very fruitful life. May we all have that. And for anybody who may not know, happy death day is a segment where when somebody dies, we come on here and we talk about the life lived Celebrate the life lived while discussing the fact that they're dead. And and and, and celebrating what comes next for them. Abs- well, who knows what comes next? I do. Oh, well, maybe you can fill us the rest of us in a little bit later. This week, Bob Barker Ryan, born in December of 1923. Good year. In Washington State. Was it? That's crazy, It was just man. a few years before the Great Depression. I yeah. can't imagine it was oh, that, that, It was great. We were on the economic upturn. Uh, he was less than four months away from 100. Missed it by that much. And what about Betty White? What did... Uh, also 99. Same thing? Yeah, yeah. She had a whole magazine cover about uh, making it to 100 and died right before, uh, right before she hit it. Betty White power. 
Did you ask me about Betty White just so you could do that Betty no, White power drink? No, I just remembered the 99 thing. And then, oh, okay. and right. then uh, you know. Fair enough. Just whenever somebody mentions Betty White, I say Betty White power. Sure. You know? Well, an interesting fact, fact about him, Barker spent most of his youth on the Rosebud Indian Reservation. Rosebud Indian Reservation. He was okay. actually a citizen of the Rosebud Sioux tribe. Uh, born into it? No, no, I think he moved there. He was born in Washington. For the schools? The, or? the Rosebud Sioux tribe is That's in awesome. uh, South Dakota, I believe. That is really cool. He began working part-time in radio where he got his start and uh, got his first game show hosting job. I've never heard of this uh, with a game show called Truth or Consequences. Do you know that show, Ryan? I have definitely heard the name before. Okay. And I, he had a great voice. He did have a great voice. Well, he began hosting The Price is Right in 1972 and would hold that job for 35 years, retiring in 2007. Hold the job for 35 years and also hold an extremely phallic microphone. Very phallic Very microphone. Very penis-like. Yeah. yeah. But if it suited him for it, some reason. You heard me. It suited him. I, I have to agree with you, Tyler. I think you're right here. Obviously, very big into uh, the animal rights. Yep. He was huge into animal rights. Do we know why that is? Because he signed off every show with talking about spaying and neutering your pet. Always spay. It's just something that really called to him. And it's something that he wanted to do. And he was involved with many different groups. Yes. Maybe because his last name was Barker. It's very possible. Let's move on. I, I apologize. I don't, I don't know. Sorry about that. Uh, and before uh, giving him his send off, I think an honorable mention is needed here. Arlene Sorkin. Do you know the name, Ryan? Um, Sorkin. Is is that uh, Aaron Sorkin? Is that the guy? Okay, go the on. The original voice of Harley Quinn has also passed away at the age of 67. Oh, I wasn't even close. So to both of you, we hear it. Those guys you Wait hate. Wait a minute. You say the original voice for Harley Quinn. Yeah. What do you, what, what in the she, Batman she, animated she's series? She's the very or? first animated voice for Harley Quinn awesome. to, to, yeah, to voice her. Really blowing uh, up that Harley Quinn. Very much so. And uh, we wish you both a very happy death day. We love you. Gone too soon, but right on time. Which yeah. Is well, 67 is very, is pretty young. Oh, I wasn't talking about Arlene that. Sorkin. But Bob Barker, you had a pretty damn good life. You Don't get greedy. You just sprung the Harley Quinn thing on I it. Did. I, I, did. I can't I be. I said honorable mention. Held accountable for what I said. At least I think I said honorable mention. All right, Tyler, let's do Weekend Review. Let us. <laughs> As I'm sure you could tell by reaching this part of the podcast, Tyler and I say crazy things. We can review. We go back. We research it. We call ourselves out. Tyler, what you got going on this week? Ryan, last week when talking about Stan Van Gundy, SVG, you said you were a Stan Stan, <laughs> saying not only that the term Stan meant a huge fan of something, but that it originated with the Eminem song of the same name. A song about an overzealous fan who was driven to murder. Were you correct? That was a long. It was very that long. Was a long boy. Very long. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I talking wait, too much for wait. you? <laughs> so, yes, you were correct, Ryan. There is a theory on the internet that the term Stan is a portmanteau of the words stalker and fan. But according, oh. according to NPR, they seem legitimate. Nay. Liberal media. The origin is actually from, as you said, Eminem's song of the same name. So but, well done. But could it, couldn't it be both? Couldn't he have chosen that because of Stalker and Fan? Oh, but, but I mean, that I don't know. But the origin is his song, whether he got it from that or not. 2000 hit song with Dido. You're mm -hmm. familiar with the song? I do. Of course. I even, the, the music video is great too. Banger. Yeah. Uh, he was putting out some real great art there. Um, Miriam Webster has now entered the word into their dictionary as both a noun and a verb. Oh, nice. An extremely or excessively enthusiastic and devoted fan. Hmm. Tyler, two weeks ago, because we do this biweekly, mm -hmm. um, I was really mean and dismissive to the double Dutch bus guy. You were. Do I deserve a pass? I Wow, calling yourself out. I don't know. Sometimes we go back and we do this show. And obviously, like we've already discussed, 
part of this is who we really are. Part of this is showmanship. And sometimes I don't like what's staring back at me. That was one of those times. I was just joking around, but I'm talking about this guy as if his whole life is that one song. And I'm sure he's a family man. I'm sure he's got a mother and a father probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. And I was just a real jerk about it. And to you, double Dutch bus guy, I didn't look up your name. Good God, man. I'm sorry. Good God, man. I'm throwing myself on on the sword here. What do you want from me, double Dutch bus guy? You're calling him out again uh, during your apology? I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this on Jesus, the next weekend review. Jesus, dude. Is it my turn? God, please let it be my turn so sure. we can get away from that. It's like double dutch. You got to just jump in, Tyler. I was never good at that. No, I don't, don't, know, I don't know how to do it either. <laughs> Ryan, last week when discussing indigenous tribes in the Amazon rainforest, <laughs> you used the term aborigine. Did you have a small panic attack when you thought for just a moment that that word might have been canceled? That's right. <laughs> yes, you did. That's right. Now, now it has been pointed out to me by a listener that Aborigine is from Australia. Yes. Yes, which it I is. did it not know. Originated in Australia, but now it has become a term for any indigenous okay. people uh, that are uh, in, endemic, endemic to the to the region. I don't think that's right. Yeah, I, maybe I just and made myself I said, sound like so, an idiot. So, so wait a minute. There can't be a, a New Jersey Aborigine, which, by the way, would be a kick-ass name for a baseball team. Think about that. I will not. <laughs> there isn't. There isn't even any correction here. I even acknowledge that it's 2023 and words and phrases are getting canceled left and right. But the look on your face, the tension that was emanating off of you, really brought a smile to my face. As we were editing, you and I both ran to our devices in a way that, like, like we were being hacked. You yeah. know what I mean? We're just like ran like oh shit. Well, you, you, you ran to your phone to look up the word to see if we had to bleep it i ran to my phone to look it up to see if i could laugh at you more and the answer (laughs) was yes and no respectively tyler do you remember when we talked about is it possible to become immune to your deodorant we didn't talk about it i was gonna say i don't remember that this is something that's happened in my actual life and i just wanted to look it up Uh What, what are your thoughts on that have you ever thought like my deodorant just isn't i've been using it for years just not working anymore i've had that thought like as a one-off and then I'll use it again the next day and realize it's working. And I'm like, ah, maybe I just didn't cover myself enough the, the previous day. I feel like I've been smelly for the last uh, X amount of time. So I looked it up. If you've stuck with one brand for years, it is possible that your body builds up a tolerance to it. Mm. Um, your, your, your pits become immune to the ingredients in your deodorant. Every now and then you got to mix it up. Kind of like certain bugs becoming impervious to certain bug killers. Uh, Your body evolves to overcome deodorant. What the fuck, body? Bacteria becomes resistant to antibiotics. That's right. It's just the way that it goes. Uh, That was actually all I had. I just wanted to revel in your aborigine whatever. I've got two more. Is West Lansing, Michigan a real place? Yes, it is. And Ryan called them out. And it can kiss my dick. <laughs> and finally, Tyler. As if you had smeared honey all over it. Bugs is, were eating it. <laughs> like the little insects that you are. Sorry, West Lansing. And Tyler, uh, is the PPTP real? <laughs> it certainly is. And. <laughs> I was going to call it stupid. It's not stupid. If you're trying to protect yourself from pee-pee, I understand. But it's just a funny word to say. Do you want to hear their tagline? I would love to. Pee-pee-tee-pee for the sprinkling wee-wee. Not so great. Not so great. That's not great. And that is We Can Review. And that is the show. And that (laughs) is how we do it. Tyler. Great job this week, buddy. Same to you, buddy. What do you want to tell the people? Well, this is your your thing. As I, it's our thing. Yeah. As I said earlier, uh, well, first of all, go to those guys you hate. Subscribe. We have all the links right there. So or please we'll kill you. Jump on, or we will kill you yeah. with kindness. And uh, <laughs> and as I said earlier in the show, we got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of moving parts. We're getting our social media back in order. Uh, YouTube will be coming back for you guys. We have a new sponsor coming on. Thank you, BetterHelp.com. We are, I'm sure, as excited as you are. We're doing this again. But for the first time, we are going to, I I just think there's a different energy around the show. We still get frenetic and we still can go, you know, bug out here a little bit. But I think between you and me and Podcast Mommy, 
there is now a more business oriented idea around the show as we get older. And it's, I don't even feel like we're searching for fame or for internet stardom. It's just, this has become part of who we are. For sure. And we're having fun. Damn right. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, and who knew bringing somebody else onto the team who's organized and responsible yeah. would really benefit us. I've been telling you forever, <laughs> we need an adult, Tyler. Yeah, we do. Somebody watch us. We really do. Yeah. So, so as I said, go to those guys you hate. Uh, we really, truly, genuinely appreciate your support. And as Ryan said earlier in the show, last month, the month of August, was our biggest month in the history of of us doing the show. So as far as downloads, as far as people interacting with the show, which I, makes it the biggest month period, I think that it is built in and we'll stop, you know, kissing our own ass here before we break our necks Well, on mics. We'll, well, we'll do it for each other in a moment, but mm-hmm. we, uh, I, I there, we haven't done anything differently other than maybe enjoying doing this more, uh, recently. Um, and it's just happening organically. And I, and I think that it's happening for a purpose. And, and so. a lot of it has been happening, especially over the last year or so. A lot of this has been happening through word of mouth, which is insane. The fact that it has been growing like this and we haven't even implemented social media, it really blows my mind to think about. Well, and this is what I say to people all the time, where it is to get somebody to watch your, your Instagram post or to read a blurb or to watch a seven second video, as I'm sure everybody out there knows, it's hard. But to get somebody to download and listen to an hour-long podcast is really hard. Really hard. So, uh, you know, nothing but thank you guys. We Shit, love you. Shit, I don't even want to do it, and yeah. I'm, I'm the voice on the show. Yeah, I'm one of the voices. I, I find you guys to be a little bit too out there. <laughs> a little dry. Enough, enough. <laughs> like, okay, we got it. You're wacky. What is the moral of the story, Wacky? Uh, the moral of the, oh, the moral of the story. You know what? I'll actually go with the uh, with the stand stand. What we talked about earlier. I, I and I don't want to be judgmental about this, so I'm going to be very careful. I need you to call me out. I think it is great to be uh, um, uh, a fan of something, a fan of another person. You know, I you know Taylor Swift seems to be really big right now. Who? I I I understand that, but let's. Mm, how should I phrase this? Let's try to, dare I say, keep that in check. Let's remember that these are human beings. We don't need to fawn over them in in the way of, um, in so many cases, dedicating our lives to these people. Don't forget that you too are also a human being. You have a life to live. So while I certainly understand the excitement behind it, uh, let's not get too carried away with why, it. Why do people do that? What, what do you think that is? Because it, it seems to be replete. Oh, absolutely. And and not just with celebrities, although very much so, but sports teams where, where, you know, people take these things outside of themselves and dedicate such a large portion of their lives, such a large portion of their attention and their time to these things that it becomes a part of their identity. And don't forget, you have your own identity away from this thing. Is that insecurity or am I just, uh, you know, slapping an obvious coat of paint on something that isn't true? I don't know. I don't know if insecurity is the right word, but I will say that very much like I have been throughout my life with video games, I think in a lot of ways it can be an escape. It is this avenue that you can take to turn your attention away from the responsibilities of your life. And we become so engrossed in it that it, as I said, becomes a part of our identity, even though this person or this entity has never met us before. Well, and and I also do believe, just to give it that little, um, you know, that little conspiracy theory salt bay topping, mm-hmm. I also believe that celebrity is used very much in this country, probably around the whole world, to keep us from paying attention to what truly matters. I don't disagree with that. Ryan, what is the moral of the story, you conspiratorial weirdo? Sly Cooper has got a sweet-ass pooper, Tyler, and I think we all need to start talking about it. Um, What's that? Betterhelp.com? <laughs> You're done with us? No, I, I get it. I get it. Thank you you know. knew what you signed up for. <laughs> Look you, at though. that thing. Um... I think, all I had was that, Tyler. This is what I'll talk about. My moral of the story is, let's say you're bad at something. Let's say that you don't like the way that you engage with, let's say, stress. I think that it's very important to acknowledge that and say, hey, this is something that I don't handle in a way that I would like to. 
and I accept that about myself, what can I do to make it better and slowly just start putting one foot in front of the other and little incremental changes can have long lasting effects, even if you don't feel like it in the moment. Very well said. We're those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Coming to get you, Sly Cooper. In your pooper. <laughs> Tyler. Sorry. I'm actually not Red s- saying thank you at all. Red I'm circle. saying I hope somebody fucks you in your Sh- ear hole. Street producer Lenny comes in. He does manual labor for us. He sets up our neon signs behind us in the video that we're currently looking at. And because one of them is placed on the wrong side, he gets a big old fuck you from Ryan Menendez. That was a really long way to say you fucked up, Lenny. He did not you fuck fu- up. He helped us out. And now it's, it's worth noticing that with those big giant catcher's mitts for hands, it's incredible that he can use any sort of prehensile tool so yes uh kudos to you but nonetheless that's a weird thank you <laughs> he knows how big his hands are you know uh, have you seen everywhere everything everywhere once time i don't remember the name of yeah, it. yeah everything everywhere all at have once have you seen it yes he's like the hot dog people like jamie lee curtis with the hot dog fingers mm, yeah that was kind of sexy if he was a lesbian he would be well hung you know what i'm saying Sure. Yes. Yeah. Tyler, He's got big fingers. I got thick. it. He's a thick boy. Big fingers. He's I got a thick it. Boy. Tyler, are we talking about this thing or are we not talking about this thing? Uh, yeah, we can announce it to the world. You go ahead. I'll let you, it, uh, you, you go you, ahead. You, you, me? You want, you want me to, you want me to go first? Is it, you you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, well, I mean, those guys you hate, we're moving forward. We brought, uh, dude, are we really calling her podcast mommy on here? Is that Moving really? It. Oh, yeah. P- old PM? Is that what you're... <laughs> Here's here's the thing with the we brought a new teammate on podcast mommy new teammate on yeah it's yeah. that it 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 churns up bile in my stomach which yeah. which makes me think that it's the right choice sure which the bile then arrives at my mouth uh and and she helped us out she's been on the team for about a, a month she's been going through her probation period mm-hmm. and uh and she got us our very first sponsor Ryan which is really awesome really awesome very exciting. Yeah, hopefully it is the first step in a long line of steps that uh, end up with this being our full-time gig. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then we won't have to mention the job that you guys will never hear about anymore because then we won't hear about it anymore. I would love for it not to exist because in my mind it sort of doesn't, which causes all sorts of conflict at the job that we don't have. So many people, I hope, don't listen to this. Yes, I'm talking to you. (laughs) We'll bleep it. You're a mother. I say to you now tyler speaking of churning <laughs> you're the worst bile in my stomach stop giving me more work this is my question to you and uh, we don't we don't talk about bathroom stuff on this show correct uh i mean last week i talked about how i don't love a trough and now i can pee <laughs> in public so sometimes we do and right before the show we were talking about how on independent times people have come up to us and been like so tyler can pee in public hurrah <laughs> which is a weird thing to happen at a bar that i'm working at absolutely um but quick question in our family we are as i'm sure you could tell on this show wildly and unnecessarily open about our sexuality like in our family when we were growing up not not just for fun but i always felt like it was totally okay to talk about my sexuality still to this day probably tell my mom more than she wants to know yeah you mean your your sex life yeah we've you've got your sexuality okay. hammered down you sure. know oh. kind of well kind of you are getting gayer with age <laughs> <laughs> like a fine wine that's right that's right uh yeah there it is very strange how we are very repressed very when it comes to bathroom stuff but then when it comes to our sex lives where we can be very open and honest uh you know pretty much in it uh, talking about anything. Why do you think that is? I mean, I don't want to, this isn't where know, I'm going, man. but it's an interesting kind of look into our, our psyche. I mean, my answer to these questions is always childhood trauma. And then I shrug and walk away. Yeah. It, it well, it just gives me a real, I don't know. I got a little John Wayne Gacy in me because I hate who I am because of my poop fetish. So thanks a lot, mom. So now here's the thing. 
Good God. I have told you for a long time. One thing that everybody knows about me is that I am regular. I mean, I am like Big Ben. You could set your giant clock to me. So when you said that we don't talk about bathroom stuff on the show, that was your lead in to talk about bathroom I want, stuff. I, I truly okay. want medical advice. Okay. Is okay. this WebMD? Am I speaking into WebMD you're, right now? You're coming to me with, for your medical advice. Uh, well, I'm coming to anybody who will talk to me. I figured like much like finding out that I can't see pictures in my mind, the show will help me. The, the show is how I found the, out that information by a, from a listener. You may be shocked to learn this. I, Ryan, am not a poop doctor. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. As so, a matter of fact, I try to stay as far away from it as possible. What have you been doing with all those stool samples I've been leaving in your room? <laughs> <laughs> so this is my question. So I've told you that my stomach has been messed up for like months, truly. Yeah. I thought maybe I had tapeworm. I have literally taken a de-parasitic to mm. see if I can control some of these problems. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, mm -hmm. is it possible that I have just become lactose intolerant? My stomach is always fucked up in the morning, right? When it, the only time I have milk all day long is in my oatmeal mm -hmm. and in my coffee every morning. That's usually when my stomach is fucked up. And then for the rest of the day, I'm good. Is it possible mm -hmm. to become, it would be terrible if that was true because I love milk. You do. I love, you do love milk. milk. I love it. I, I, uh, I've heard of people developing allergies later in life. I've never heard of anybody developing lactose intolerance uh, later in life, but that doesn't mean it's not possible. Sure. I don't know. And, and I guarantee. Guarantee. I guarantee that I will not regret this later, but internet. Oh, boy. Diagnose me. Tell me what's wrong with me. Oh, that's not so sure. bad. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's free. I mean, why not? Would you ever do that, the, the roast me thing on Reddit? Uh, I have always actually wanted, uh, I'm calling my shot for whenever, I would love a roast as a birthday. I would love for people to get up on stage. Like people who know just, you? And just tear me down. I tell her, I try to do this with you every day. I know, I you know. You seem resistant to the, it. The repetitive roast <laughs> is a little much. I want it all condensed into one meeting. If you could not roast me for one day, that would be nice. No, I, um, I don't uh, the know. Roast, sure, I would do that on Reddit. That'd be fun. I'm not ready I'll, for that. They get, they get dark, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they get dark. I've done once or twice that thing with our, our niece uh, or our our little sister, our little sister. I, sure. Yeah. Whatever that, uh, you know what it is for me. And I'm just not ready for that. Man. Yeah. My, my, I, my ego can't take it for those who may not know high school kids and maybe younger are brutal are playing a game these days where it's the, it's the blank for me. And you say something about the other person. It's the, you know, shirt for me. Yeah. And you're just mentioning something that you find distasteful sure. about the other person. But the thing about kids, the, the thing about the youths, they know just where to go to hurt you. She told me I only had four teeth in my mouth and it left me crumpled <laughs> on the ground. And I'm like, I'm going to tell your mom. You know what I mean? So I just, I'm like. That meth will get you, man. Unnecessary. That meth will get you. Oh, I, I, I recognized it as an issue and I'm working on it. You know, that was unnecessary. Oh man, that's terrible. It made me want to physically fight her. Now, when was the last time that you were in a physical fight, Tyler? I've never been in a physical fight. I talked to you. The, oh, you want to go? The, wait, you you want to go? Right now? I talked, I said the, I told you about that one time at, at summer camp where I was on the bottom bunk. When you put that flute in your pussy? And this guy was <laughs> at somebody else's job. And uh, this other guy that I really did not like was on the bunk above me. And he was climbing up to his bunk and put his foot in my face oh. and just started smearing it around. And I, and, I, and I pulled him down and hit him. That was the furthest Where'd I've ever. Him? In the face. In the oh, face. Wow. That's yeah. a fight. I, Kinda. It was that was about as it was close it, fist. It was over like that. Yeah, close fist. And but what did, what did he do? Was uh, he like, he, oh shit? He stared at me in shock and then yeah. climbed onto his bunk. <laughs> well, listen, you can't be mushing somebody's face with your foot. No, and he was still wearing a sock, Ow! which makes it so much worse. It does. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, well, the coarseness of the sock. Good point. I'd rather have the dainty skin at the sure. bottom of your foot. Now you're not and getting, the smelliness, but you're not getting the schmegma from in between the toes. Well, not everybody has schmegma, Ryan. Not everybody doesn't. I have no argument for there that. There you go. Um, so, you know what makes me want to fight? And and I, I know this about you because we've been brothers for a bit. Uh, I know this about you, that you have some of this. And, and I, I would like to understand it, it, how this works inside of me, not unlike my lactose intolerance. Okay. Seeing somebody litter. I'm not a fighter. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm yeah. vaguely muscular in all the glamour positions, but I'm not a fighter in any way. Seeing somebody litter, just throw, you know, trash out their window or whatever, it stirs something up inside of me that very few things do. Yeah, I, I've i gotten really, really good 
with uh, road rage. Mm -hmm. I, I've I, not yeah. that I, not that it's a, I'm I'm devoid of it, but I've gotten so good with it of just letting things go. Yeah, it's it's a different feeling. I still get extreme road rage, as it were, when I see somebody litter. The the rage that that sparks up inside of me when I see that is something I can't describe. It's funny that you said that because in my mind, before you even said it, I was weighing it against what else gets me angry, being yeah. in the car in Miami. That's a that's everybody who's down here. And you're right. It's two different angers. Like, when you're in the car, it's like, ah, oh, this guy's an a-hole. Yeah. When you see... Why do you think that is? Like, I feel like in some way I've become like an undercover tree hugger. Yeah. Oh, just let it out, buddy. Let I don't it want, out. Go hug a tree out. in front of everybody. Sure. Fuck us or fight us com if branch you want to see out. pictures. No, no, I was just saying, I was repeating your Leave joke. it alone, Tyler. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the I think the difference, at least for me, is is that when you do something dickish in a car, it could be just a reaction to the moment, whereas when you litter, that is a fucking conscious decision yeah. that you are making. And generally speaking, it's like when somebody uses the N-word and you're like, oh, I didn't mean that. You meant that. Yeah. And you do it all the time. Exactly. Same thing with littering. Exactly. You're doing this all the time. Yeah. If I park behind my gym, it's just food bags everywhere. It's just yeah. this thing where I, I don't know, man. Or it's alive. And take, take care of it. Agreed. And the closer the littering is to a trash can, the higher my rage gets. I hadn't even considered. Where I'm like, that. it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding it above my head <laughs> and I'm about to hit you with it. But it's one of those old school round metal trash cans. Remember those things? Old school, you mean like you find in like parks and stuff? No, like uh, I don't even think they make them anymore. Where if you take the top off, it's a flat lid. It's almost like a shield. Oh, you, sure. Like Oscar, uh, the, Oscar the Grouch <laughs> lived in one. What is, Oscar's home is what you're talking about. Are those about. obsolete? Are those Absolutely. gone? Absolutely. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those in, in 20 odd years. I mean, maybe in like, no, I can't even imagine. A kingdom for a trash can. Be, be, because now they have all the, the county trash cans, all the big green ones. I don't know what it is out in, in your land, ladies and gentlemen, but here we have the big giant mini dumpster the mini dumpster also my nickname in high school and finally tyler that I, one i believe i know that you <laughs> it's just so tiny i know you were probably up all night thinking about this so i will finally end your misery i will tell you just leave me alone about the rick astley paradox tyler oh that's right you had the, mentioned this yesterday the rick astley paradox because sometimes one dox just isn't enough yeah rick so, astley the author of the song the musician behind the song never gonna give you up now i'm glad you said that tyler the rick astley paradox this is one of those situations where i steal from a meme and just give it to you okay if you ask rick astley for his copy of the movie up he cannot give it to you as he will never give you up. However, in doing so, he will let you down. That, I can, I can tell by your grin that you're enjoying this. He'll never give you up, but that lets you down. Rick Astley, Paradox. Just so I'm just so I'm clear, on the day that we announced that we finally got our first sponsor, we'll be, you we'll be inviting him onto the show soon enough. This around. is the content I'm that you're gonna you. you're gonna take us to the stars with. We're we're shooting out into the A stratosphere on that. I wish I could remember the name of the company that I because I would say it right now. Betterhelp.com. 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 You are if, off to an amazing uh, listen, start with this partnership. I haven't done my homework yet. We just found out we're still celebrating. We're in the It's the name of the company. Sure. Okay, that feels what kind, of, what kind of research do you have feels to do? Important. Sure. <laughs> when you put it in that that context, I'm sorry that I've let you down. Good so, God, man. So you got nothing on that Rick Astley thing? Other than disappointment? No. Okay. All right. How, how long have we gone here? So got, too long. I've got, Far too long. I've got one more thing, but should I wait? Should I hold it off until later? Should we're we we're at 13 the, minutes, yeah, so let's, let's hold off. Yeah, let's get into the yeah. show. Let you down. Never going to run around and hurt you. you. Workout banger? Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> That's a workout banger. Unmarked.